If you want to know anything and everything there is to know about how to sell your house, you're in the right spot, my friend. Welcome to the How to Sell a House podcast. Welcome back to another episode of How to Sell a House podcast. Today we are going to get into how long will it take to sell my house. And we're going to chat just kind of about some of those factors in kind of that timeline of how long it's going to take. I'm Cassidy Lewis. I'm Chris Erickson. And I'm Lauren Sanders with Beach Life Group. And we are all real estate agents here in San Diego, California. So if you are thinking about selling in our area, in our neck of the woods, definitely reach out to us. But if you're thinking about selling anywhere else in the country, get in touch with us. We have a lot of agents in markets all over the country. So go to our website, howtosellahousepodcast.com. You can get in touch with us there. There's a whole ton of other resources on the site. And then all of our other podcast episodes are there. So you can have all the information you need when you're trying to sell your house. Let's get into it. Part of our concierge service is that like, if you're buying in Maui or one of those places, we'll actually go with you, accompany you on your purchasing and <laughs> connect you with the right agent, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, but You just have to pay for our hotel, and we yeah. don't do anything less than five stars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we do have people in Maui and New York and Austin and Aspen, all over the, all over the country. So if you, need, if you need a really good agent, Get in touch. check it out. Yeah. So when you're trying to figure out how long it's going to take to sell your house, well, a lot of it comes down to market conditions, which is the main thing. And talking to your agent, kind of looking online, seeing what houses are sitting, how long they're they're on the market, will give you a good idea. Like typically, I mean, right now we're sitting in the middle of June 2022, and there's a little bit of a change coming in the market, but I think the current market time, like out here in San Diego, is like about seven days, which is ridiculously low. That is just a super heavy seller's market. Very low inventory, but those are kind of the factors that you're going to be looking at when you're going to try to figure out how long is your house going to sit. As agents, when we're kind of figuring out what's a general, you know, when we're talking to sellers, what what could we expect timeline wise to get your house sold? We'll kind of run comps as we call it, or kind of what's sold recently in the neighborhood, specifically your neighborhood, because every single neighborhood is different, and give you an idea of what the last sale took. Let's say. 28 days. The previous one took 25. The last one, you know, one took 19. So you kind of average those out and give you a a ballpark of potential time it's going to take to sell your house. A lot's going to come into those, those, you know, how well did you prep the property? That's kind of something you do on the front end. Uh, how, how good are the pictures looking? What's the, how, how's the marketing looking, you know, through your agent? So there's a ton of stuff, but one of the main ones, just to give you an idea is kind of look at current market times throughout your specific neighborhood. Cause every neighborhood's different. Every city's different. Every neighborhood's different. So you want to get very specific. Uh, even if your own neighborhood, if you could find like a model match to yours, so square footage, if it's single story, if it's double, uh, two story, find as specific as you can to get you your best idea of kind of what the, how long is it going to take to sell your house? The other part of that equation too is the escrow time. So if you're looking at the full amount of time from start to finish, most escrows here are 30 days. So if you give yourself 45 days, you're probably, if you're 15 days on the market, 45 days in escrow, that's 60 days from the day the home goes up that you'll probably be heading out. And then just to add to that, the escrow period obviously is something that can be negotiated. So if you have a specific timeline that you're looking for, if 60 days isn't enough to get moved out and moved on to your next spot, you could always negotiate it up. Under normal conditions, we've seen escrow periods as 
high as 45 to 60 days as a pretty normal escrow time period too. So if you're not looking to get out instantly, you do have a little bit of flexibility there to negotiate the time frame that works best for you to get onto your next spot. And or rent backs too. Yep. 30 day rent back. So close in 30, rent back for 30. Yep. You're going to get some pushback probably moving forward from buyers. If they're trying to lock a loan, mm-hmm. they may not want to wait 60 days because I mean, if you waited 60 days from April this year, it's, they might not qualify at that point. Mm-hmm. So, so some of it is is going to change. It's really market driven. It's very mm-hmm. hyper low. It's it's really hyper local. Lauren, so you've been in the business for many many years, decades, decades, many decades. Yeah, kind of ballpark for somebody looking to sell their house in across. I mean, all markets, but from initial prepping to marketing or, you know, actually hitting the market to moving out, closing the deal, moving out of your home, what would you, what would you put that time frame at? In our current market, it's been like three months, mm-hmm. sometimes two. If it, you know, we we're fortunate. Sometimes we have these clients where you walk in and the house looks like it was done by a designer and nothing needs to be, you know, like the, nothing has to be done with the house. So it could be as little as somebody makes a change. They want to do it in two months, but uh, I suspect that time frame is going to expand a little bit, but certainly in three months, you should be able to get all your stuff done. And so if you're thinking of selling too, that's a great point, Chris. If you're thinking of selling, I think we even talked about this in our early podcast this year is like, if you're thinking of selling mid-year or so, you should already be looking at the things you need to do and then dial in your timing because you might want to push some of that forward if you know if things are softening, that's something. Three months should be able to get it done easy. Yep. And if your house is dialed in, two months, super easy. We have a bunch of other episodes on getting your house prepped, like even like a six-month checklist. So if you have a little bit longer time horizon, start at that six-month period. And that's kind of the planning stages and get that already. But if you do need to move, it could be that time frame could be moved up pretty quickly where you can get it done in a few months if you need to, need to get out of there. So like I said, one of the biggest factors is going to be the market conditions. Another factor is going to be location condition of your home. All these are taken into account from buyers coming out there. And if it's a bad location on the same street, if there's power lines, if there's a main street, it could definitely affect the timeline uh, to take to sell your house. So if you're competing in a crazy hot market like we're in right now, most everything's selling pretty darn quickly just because there's not too many houses to choose from. But even if there's one more option and buyers are looking at a house on a main road versus house, you know, set back, a block or two, a lot of times the buyers are going to kind of focus on that one that's not on that main street. The other huge factor, and it could be kind of taken into account all those, location, condition, is going to be price. So pricing your home is super important. If you overprice your home, buyers are going to know that. Today, current buyers are doing all their research online. They know kind of what's happening in these neighborhoods. They've been looking at a lot of homes, not just yours within, you know, your city or wherever they're specifically looking. And so they kind of know what the market is looking like and what pricing is looking like. And and so if you overprice your home, it's likely going to sit longer. Even in a hot market. Yeah. Or, you know, we're probably in a cooling market. So we're starting to see price reductions, which that means it's going to take longer. The problem is when you do price reductions, then sometimes people wait for the next one. And you've already lost a big portion of the buyer pool too. Yeah. That's not looking at your house anymore. Uh, and yeah, maybe the price reduction puts you back at the top of the list for some, but some have already checked out when so it's been like, 100000 over list. We've got a bell curve. It's like 75% of them come in the first. 
it, the bell curve is actually old. That the graphic that I've seen because mm-hmm. it kind of shows this timeline, mm-hmm. which has been shrunk considerably yeah, right yeah. now. Yeah, because somebody asked, so when you, uh, I actually had a call from somebody out of the market trying to help one of their kids. You know, the house has been on the market. It's not sold. What should we do? <laughs> um, I thought the market was hot. <laughs> One of those kind of um, things. And yeah. what I told them is they need to go do a little bit of research like we just talked about. Mm-hmm. See what the average market time is. Um, I asked them a question that I don't think the answer was great to. I said, what's the agent's experience in markets that aren't like they've been the past couple of years? Which means they've, there's some adjustment going on. Yeah. It's a dynamic you know, market. Mm-hmm. And they didn't have that experience. So that might have been part of it, too. They asked for a price, and maybe it was a little aspirational. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes you have to overcorrect then, if you've, especially if you've been on so yeah. uh, too long, because that'll get the attention of the marketplace. But um, So not like a $2,000 price reduction. Well, if it's like a <laughs> $10,000 house. <laughs> yeah, no. Okay. Um, how, how long it will take is very specific to your neighborhood to get to the chase on, on all, I think, They've probably got that by hearing all our <laughs> spiel here. As buyers, when they're when they're looking at properties, if they see typically houses in this neighborhood are on for a week or two, and this house has been on for four weeks because it was initially overpriced, buyers start thinking kind of what's wrong with it? Is there something going on here? Is there something we're not seeing? You know, can I get a deal? Can I get a deal? That's a good one there too. <laughs> so yeah, definitely pricing is, is is crazy important. And when we're chatting with sellers, there's kind of like three different strategies. You could kind of, kind of go for the aspirational price, which in my opinion is definitely not the best option. You go price in it, any market. In any market, yeah. Well, yeah. It, maybe you could do that last year, mm-hmm. end of the year, first part of this year, where things were jumping around. But it depends on how aspirational. Yeah, you are. I guess that's <laughs> yeah. and that's kind of if, if you're five percent above the last sale, or you know, two or three percent above the last sale, and the market's moving up significantly regular, you know, like it had been for, for where we're at, we were up thirty five percent almost year to date last year from January to the, about this time. This time right now where we're at, we're only up 5%. So mm-hmm. things are adjusting. And you got to just adjust your site. So mm-hmm. bottom line is get somebody you trust. Make sure they know the, and understand the market. And they're mm-hmm. going to give you a, you know, we're very close on these most of the time. Really the only caveats if, and I've seen more of this, you guys probably are, where things are canceling, coming back out of, out of escrow. So mm-hmm. you might spend two weeks on the market, two weeks in escrow, and then you start over. Which then goes back to, we talk about this all the time, is just having your house dialed in, having less reasons to cancel. There's a lot of reason buyers cancel, but it usually comes down to something with either financing or with condition of the house. So you can't really... Or remorse, really, right? Yeah, or remorse. They, yeah, yeah. they bid with 15 other people and they got it and then they're like, holy Moses. Yeah. 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 You know? yeah. <laughs> what am I going to do now? <laughs> right. I'm 200,000 over asking. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Or yeah, I mean, even in our market, like... It doesn't appraise and then have to come up with extra cash and all that. So just things to think about when you're pricing also is just being prepared or not pricing, but just putting your house on the market is being prepared for, like you said, timeline to shift. If it does get buyers do cancel and you have to start over again because starting over is tough. It's not like coming right back on the market or not coming on the market the first time around. So if timing's super important, like you've got a date you need to be gone. Mm hmm. Um, right now, then you would want to have your price, your house priced a little bit under the market. Mm-hmm. 
So when it shows up, people are like, whoa, that's a good price. Yeah. And then you've got multiple offers again, which we're not, you know, that part slowed down right now. So mm-hmm. if timing is important, that's like one of the first things you need to talk to your agent about. Hey, I need to be out of here in 45 days. Yeah. So what do we do to make that happen? Yeah. And that's kind of that second pricing strategy, pricing a little bit under market. And it does, if you go too far, you might create this feeding frenzy and bring it past where you would initially list it. Or if your timing suit important, you want to get a lot of people in there. Yeah. The quicker, the better at that point. And if you have multiple offers, you could kind of leverage them against each other to potentially close that thing out pretty quick. Yeah, when well, you have the more offers you have, the better flexibility you have to choose exactly what you need, especially timing wise. If timing is the biggest factor, having multiple offers is super helpful to be able to find somebody that can close quick or can close quick, give you a rent back or whatever you need, like whatever your circumstances are, having multiple offers is always helpful. I would say in the, in the environment that we've been in the past number of months where things are really changing dynamically, mm-hmm. if it were me, I would want to close as quickly as possible. If you're conservative, that's one thing to think about too. Say if I'm a conservative person, I want to find the best price at the shortest period of time to close and the least amount of contingencies. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes these contingencies can add time to the, you know, hey, it didn't appraise. We need to get another, we're, we're going to have an appraisal review. That's another three days. And then the third pricing strategy is pricing right at market. So running comps in the neighborhood, adjusting for condition. If you have a little bit nicer kitchen or a pool or the other house did, then you're going to have to take that pricing into account. Uh, it's kind of an art slash science. As agents, we've been in the business for a long time and and ultimately the market's going to tell you what the house is worth. One thing I would say when I've explained the three different options to people, when we go to list the house, we always, you know, it's not my way or the highway. It's three options and you make the best decision for you and your family. Most people choose, you know, do you want to list it lower than the market, create, you know, a lot of activity? Do you want to be at the market, you know, selling a normal time or do you want to be above? Most people pick the middle one. So for most folks, that's the right thing to do. So when you ask yourself, how long will it take to sell my house? It's ultimately going to come down to market conditions, condition of your property, how well you prepped it. And then your pricing are kind of the the main factors, Uh, location you can't do much about. But that kind of comes into consideration when you're pricing it as well. So it's going to vary market by market. Like we've mentioned many a times, talk to your real estate agent, kind of get that idea. You can check out online, do some research as well, kind of see what things are selling for, give you a ballpark. And if you guys do need some more resources, uh, we have a ton of other episodes at howtosellahousepodcast.com. Go check that out. If you guys are moving in San Diego, hit us up. If you're moving elsewhere, we got a ton of resources or we got a ton. Uh, we have a huge network throughout the United States. So hit us up there too. We'll catch you guys all on the next episode. Yeah.